We want to make sure that we get you in bed at a decent hour. Yeah, I have a 6 a.m. call time for the morning. Ooh. Yeah, I have to go back to work tomorrow. Everyone I'm talking to tonight has an early start time tomorrow. I am not into it. (laughs) All right. Oh, there. Now I can see your T-shirt. Oh, hello, Dita. She'll be your mistress tonight. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. I'm your unofficial tour correspondent, Stefan. Today on the show, we've got co-host Benjamin. Benjamin, who attended last night's celebration tour in Detroit. He's very tired. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, Ben, was it, how was Mother? Mother was good. Mother gave us performance art and theater of the heart. And it, it was well worth the marathon travel and the freezing cold and getting into a very dangerous unmarked cab after the show and everything else. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. So no, you, I, you flew into Detroit. Yes? We drove. Oh, we you drove. drove. Okay. Smart. Yeah. Smart. And you yeah. went with your friend Heather, I think it was. Yes. And she sends her regards, but she fell asleep shortly. She fell asleep and then she texted like seven forty-five. She's like, I'm not making it. <laughs> it's okay yeah so she's out she done wait i gotta get dita in here a little bit better there we go oh, there we go there we go mm-hmm. I, oh i'm surprised you bought a t-shirt normally you don't buy t-shirts from the shows so no, well normally i don't because you know i'm a i'm a tank top devotee as people saw at the show last night because i was the only person there in a white erotica <laughs> tank top and people were like pointing and like oh my god i love your tank top and as you know i had you, you know the story the listeners don't know but you and liberty were texting me way back in october about the mother effer tank top right that I drunkenly bought secretly for Heather. It was her eventual, if we got to see Madonna, that was her gift. And so she got to wear that last night, which I posted. I think I put that on my Facebook. She's not on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, that was nice of you to get her a present. Yeah, so she had the mother effer from music in Drowned World, which I saw in Detroit at the Palace at Auburn Hills. I heard that uh, Zach saw that same concert. That was his first Madonna live show. It was my first Madonna live show also. Yes, yeah. And so it was fun to see her in Detroit again with the hometown crowd. And yeah, like second song, her voice is cracking. And I leaned over to Heather and I said, she's been backstage. She's been backstage crying. And then she admitted to that in the first speech that she had been crying backstage during the prayer circle because it was oh, interesting. Yeah. So she cracked a lot through the whole first section and then she got it together like toward the second half of that first big act. So Yeah, I was shocked when you texted that her dad was there. 
Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God. I, cause we've been hearing, you know, word that he hasn't been doing well and that his health right, has been right. but 92. And he's, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he, you know, probably had a comfy booth to watch. Oh, from. they, yeah, there were booths on the opposite side of us, the sound factory side, that stadium is new and it's one of those super compact ones. So that entire 100 section, if you were there, you had a good seat. Like, Mm -hmm. holy crap. You didn't need to even watch the monitors. Like you could totally watch her on any section of the stage. And it was, it was fantastic. You can hear the rasp in my voice. Cause yes, like, I know I can. Yeah. Hey, I've been there. I know. I know what it's like. I've been, I've been hollering like I getting saved. So yeah. <laughs> yeah so tell me your sure. thoughts. What were, what you, you had, you said that you, you were teasing that you had some, some, uh, some morsels that you wanted to share. I don't remember. I forget how you put it. Well, I, I, well, let me phrase it first. Like, Viewers, listeners, forget what you've seen on YouTube. It's really a show that is meant to be seen on the stage in its full its full embodiment and the way that she's put it together. And, you know, cast your minds back to the first time we saw the opening stage in the bathroom with Jamie King. That was like, what, 2022? Yeah, they yeah. did the the Instagram video mm-hmm. and they had that the the round and the rising thing and so yeah and um so the scale and the scope and none of the videos I mean even your amazing videos from DC do not capture the scale and the yeah. intention of how it's presented and I will give everybody a specific example all the footage of erotica that opens the second sort of thematic section of the show it the video always focuses on her but there are actually three boxing rings at the end of all three runways and she interacts with all of them and that was some i found that because as you had advised when you saw it in paris from the back you really get to see the staging and you got to see the very interesting choreo i i found the choreo in that middle that second section to just holy crap i loved all of it I thought it was the most modern and and contemporary of the dancing and where she felt like the most her, as her creature self. But anyway, yeah, but that erotica is an example of like the video will never ever. I don't know how you could videotape that and capture the scope of it, the way that it presents in person. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, cracky voice for the first couple songs. Then she gives her first speech and she's really having a lot of fun. And, you know, people have said that that first section is like all the energy and all the dancing. And that's been a favorite of a lot of people. And not in the, the, for me, it's the second section, the red negligee. That is my favorite part of the show. Okay. It's, it's erotica heavy. Erotica gets so much love on this tour. Yeah. I mean, even with rain being switched out for frozen, which we'll talk about that section in a minute. Um, it's just if that's supposed to be sort of like the post AIDS crisis, like into the AIDS crisis, like the 90s and sort of her like wild child phase between. It's interesting that that phase goes up to and ends with with Vogue and human nature. And she doesn't mention like Evita or have any of the kids stuff in there. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a choice. It's a storytelling choice that I can get behind for sure. But 
that sort of representation artistically and thematically of that time period. I mean, you get erotica, justify my love, fever, hung up, bad girl. And it, that section has all the things that a lot of fans want out of Madonna, right? Like Mm -hmm. the sexiness, the irreverence, the humor, like the humor with the phone when she throws it off the, you know, but then the acapella fever that bridges, uh, justify my love and hung up just, yeah, that section is everything. And I know that's been a lot of people are like, oh, I was bored. Oh, we've seen Justify My Love a thousand times. I'm like, no, that section was everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I I didn't think I was going to enjoy Justify My Love because I was like, eh. But it, it's, I, to me, I, it's such a showstopper number. Like, it is so gorgeous to watch in person. And Yes. Heather could not get over how beautiful it looked on the stage. But then she was like, I keep wanting to watch it on the monitor because of how they were filming it from the top yeah. and sort of doing that really interesting doubling with it. And it was where like, where it, were your seats, Ben? We were uh, like, we literally could look into the DJ, like the computer oh. rack. Okay, like we okay. were right on top of the computer rack on the. Oh, so you were at the back of the floor. Not all the way. We were up uh, like a couple sections. So like right by the stairwell that you would walk to like get into that booth. So like we were right there. Okay, nice. The first um, like first level. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um like literally when she was doing nothing really matters, we were like eye level. Okay, so, cool. Oh good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um where so was you I, but also I was gonna say you got to see a big at, like you got to see the show, you got to see we did everything that was going on. But we were in the right spot, as you had mentioned, to see everything that happened on stage left, or I guess that's stage right. Stay it's it. the left or right of the performers, so it would be stage right. And of course, my original VIP tickets for Cleveland were would have been right there at the end of that side's runway. Uh. <laughs> Like right where she performs burning up. That's where yeah, yeah, yeah. on my original seats were. I see. So which would have been amazing, but I kinda liked I do think there would have been a lot we would have missed sitting there. So Well, ha- being a little bit more elevated, like I've said, you get to see a little bit more of what's happening lighting design wise. Yes. You know, yes. where if you're if you're on the floor, you sort of miss some of the stuff the lasers do during like yes. Dynamic Day yes. or Ray of Light. I mean, well, just I mean, we'll we'll get to yeah. that. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you 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 didn't love your favorite was not the first section, but you loved the second section. Yeah. So clearly this, the show is designed to represent like her love of the early eighties in that first section. And that is very much the crowd pleasing section. Yeah. And the nostalgia section, like that, that was the only section where the entire arena was on its feet the whole time, start to finish. I mean, she, I didn't, I knew she was going to go on late. Like we didn't care. Like we got there and we went shopping for merch and who I did buy the girly show pins. They actually had, Oh, I saw that they had those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they They only had, they had a few of them and nobody was buying them. And I asked the vendor, I'm like, has anybody bought any of these? And she's like, no, you're the first person. I'm like, 
I will take them. Thank you. <laughs> well, they, but they also had, I think I saw they have a new keychain too. They have a, a keychain yeah, using the, the warped image. Yeah. It's like the four way keychain. I was like, who can put that in their pocket? Like that's going to go in your purse. I'm like, if that was going to go in my, in my pocket, that's going to be lancing things. I don't want lanced. Yeah. Or everyone's going to think you're really happy to see them. So, <laughs> yeah. or that you've had some freaky piercings, but, um, but you know that it was fun, and once her it was fun that Heather was like, she was like, "Oh, her voice is cracking. It is live." I'm like, "Yeah, she's singing over the tracks. Like it's very live." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but just that whole thing with like the club. But my first standout moment was the end of Holiday when it mm-hmm. slows down and they all start to disappear, and then she does the Holiday. And it's slow. And then she's like, she puts the Keith Haring side of the jacket over the dancer. And I lost it when in this life started and then live. I just stood there and wept. I was crying. Oh. I freely admit it. I was just so, and then I couldn't take pictures anymore. Like I took a picture. I managed to capture Martin, Christopher and Keith all in a frame. And I was like, ah, oh. especially I just finished the bi- the biography, the rebel life, like literally on Sunday night. And, um, yeah, that I couldn't take any more pictures after that. I was like, okay, this is going in a pocket. Bye. <laughs> and, um, yeah, great. That was a great version of like a prayer. It was fun choreo, great staging. I did mm-hmm. appreciate how so much of the staging was used to replace just like straight floor choreo and mm-hmm. stage movement. Like the props were really well used. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the best she's used props since Drown World. Mm-hmm. Because you know, Drown World had like the tree and the, the flying and right, right, right. There was yeah. like a lot of elements for her to play off of. Yeah, and then in Reinvention, it was like the swing and the running thing and the skate rack. Like that was kind of it. It was really bare bones. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, but that oh, that second section is just just the flow and like the choreo with the boxing and like, like, and I was paying attention because, you know, we talk about her on the podcast and her wellness and how much is she dancing? And, you know, it's what it's the Kiki on social media or whatever, but I I love that choreo and I wish she would have been a little more front and center because she was actually doing it. Like, I feel like she'd kind of gotten herself together after the sort of emotional part of the first act and she was back in like you know empress mode of like precision and really being in the moment and oh i just love that justify my love choreo damien jelay like oh my gosh so <laughs> good so good well so and then the you, hung, wh- oh god uh, the hung up i loved like when she walks away and she starts singing fever and then the phone call and the dancing with the hung oh god i just loved it that was the next time that the whole stadium got a or arena was hung up. Like people were on their feet. I was like, going to say, I find it. that at every show I've been to, the moment she starts spinning around, uh huh. Oh, people every, lost every, it. every it's like through the roof, and it was the same in Detroit. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I half ex- I was like, oh, it's the get-together from French TV spin. We haven't seen that in a long time. Well, I guess yeah. we haven't seen it since get-together and confessions, really. Yeah, and I, I was like, I'm always surprised how many people love her spinning like that. It's so funny. Well, it's because she does that thing where she takes her head at the last minute. That's a very, like, late 70s, early 80s, like, modern dance move. And... Yeah, like, is she still doing it, which I love. I'm like, update it, girl. Like, do something else <laughs> with your knee. But, no, it was it was wonderful. I, I thought the transition then into Vogue was fun. I didn't realize how long that performance of Vogue, <laughs> like, Yeah, it's like went. 10 minutes. Yeah, it's like 10 like, minutes. Like, from the, from the start with, which I loved hearing the up-down suite. I heard Zach talking about that, and I'm like, Ugh. I love that remix. And because that was the original like dub track for Goodbye to Innocence, right? That yeah, then we got had switched not out. we had not heard Goodbye to Innocence Goodbye. yet. Yeah. We had that came out heard, like a couple years yeah, later. Yeah, we had yeah. only heard um Up Down Suite on the Rain Maxi single. Yeah. And oh. then I think Goodbye to Innocence came out like two years later on that that yeah. uh, just, just, just say row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that. That remix, that maxi single with that remix of Waiting. And he's like, what you waiting for, baby? Come and get... I love that. Ever, Everlast? Everlast. Was that yeah, the from rapper? House, from House of Pain. Yeah, yeah House of Pain. Um, oh, God, we're showing our age. Anyway, <laughs> actually, the whole row that I was sitting with last night, all the ladies who were there, they're all like, oh, yeah, we just turned 50. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're all a club. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so I did not know who the drag queen was that was yeah, the Vogue judge. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that a Rue girl? Like, I can't really tell. It's funny that they don't they don't have Bob announce the person's name. Or it doesn't so like, go up on a screen or something. I know. Right. Because, well, but the audience cheered. So I was like, oh, the locals must know who it is. Oh, uh, maybe. I, I didn't have a clue. Um, I don't remember either. Yeah, and so I like how that all wraps up, and then go the cops show up, and it goes into human nature. Um, but then the crazy for you after the human nature double comes out and like saves her from the cops, I was like, I don't get it. That's probably one of the only <laughs> moments, the only transition I didn't quite grasp was I'm like, I because I get like she's performing at the Vogue ball. It's in a gay club, let's just say. And so then it's like her version of Stonewall where it's like, the, right. you know, like she's being arrested for being in a gay club type of thing and, and, or doing something dirty. And then, but I don't understand why all of a sudden crazy for you comes in. Cause I don't, I didn't, I just didn't understand <laughs> that, tra- that transition. Yeah, it, it was very strange. And I was like, well, she's saying that after all that's happened and then the sort of emotional turmoil, she still loves herself. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's a choice that the, the dancer representing the younger self comes out in the human nature outfit. I'm not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on me. I'm not sorry. And she's like, okay, well, I still love you. Like you're my, you're my kid. Right. So mm-hmm. I got that part, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. That actually would have been more interesting to have that be after hung up. Mm-hmm. And then it went into the celebration of Vogue and I don't know. I Yeah. But yeah, then the next section, I mean, 
wonderful. Oh, God, we got the longest speech last night. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, it clocked in at almost 10 minutes. Yeah, like, she, was, she, talked, she was chatting. <laughs> she talked, she cried twice, and you could tell she was struggling with what to say without saying too much. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting that she very much made it about her mom and dad and not about her, even as she was mentioning sort of everything that had happened. So there was some graciousness. She mentioned it being the MLK Jr. holiday, which was mm -hmm. nice. Um, yeah. And then we got that, you know, we get the great acoustic express yourself. But for me, the highlight of that section is the duet with David and mother and father. Like, yeah. And it's, it's funny. Cause so my friend Heather lost her mother very suddenly and unexpectedly 10 years ago. And then, you know, my mom passed away very suddenly and unexpectedly last February. And we, so we were talking about like that song and like mm. what they were doing. Cause she didn't realize that David's mom had passed away and then his father. Had, so I was explaining that whole story, which was fresh on my mind from the biography. And I said, well, I've always loved that song, but it's always been one that fans have like poo-pooed, especially because it's a second song from American Life with a with a rap. A rap. That people yeah, were like, yeah. oh, it's corny. But I always connected with it from the poet side because of interviews that she gave at the time where she talked about that she intended for mother and father to be the last song that she would write explicitly about her mother dying. Mm. Because she was like, I've got to give up that headspace because I now have all these young children and I don't need to pass that trauma on in any way, shape or form. I don't remember where this interview was like back in the 2000 American life era. Well, and she I was remember actually for American life. I remember she was doing a lot of like specific music, like yeah, NME yeah. and uh, like some of the more serious trade magazines. She was doing yeah. like interviews. That's where she was trying to get the press from. So it could have been, yeah, one of it those. was one, it was one of those. Um, oh, somebody in the chat just liked if I if asked if I liked it when David came out as Prince to play his solo from Act of Contrition at the end of Like a Prayer. And I did like that. And I had to explain to everybody in her row who that was supposed to be and who was playing guitar. <laughs> oh, people didn't people didn't realize it. But, you know, we, we exist in a plane. There are nuggets not, for hardcore yeah. fans and they're yes. like Fairweather fans don't have to know. Like it yes. doesn't, it doesn't hurt if they don't know who it is, but it's, right. a, it's a fun Easter egg if they do. Yes. But back to mother and father, like, so we were talking about it on the drive home today and we were talking about that, you know, Madonna's best art is timeless and mother and father is actually a really good example of that because you know, I saw it, Heather and I both saw it at Madison Square Garden at Reinvention, where we won the MTV contest. And, you know, she performed it in that show, and it was very straightforward and sort of in the energy of its intention at the time. And now, after she gave the speech, of, well, she gave the speech about her dad. Yeah. Before, after she sang the song. But... Uh, both of us experiencing that loss in a different way and then being of a certain age 
And we both were talking about just the timelessness of really good art and her work in particular, its ability to transcend time, even within your own life, right? Mm -hmm. Because American life for a lot of us is like a marker of a certain time. Like for me, I was about to turn 30 and becoming more political and like volunteering for political campaigns. And I had gotten involved in HRC and the war was happening at the time. And right. But now, reflecting on life changes and mortality and aging, like, the song has such a different meaning. And then the way she performed it, the way she performed the rap, both with and to David and the images of their fathers, like, it just, it was so beautiful. And they're harmonizing, like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really nice. It was, yeah, that was super nice. Yeah, I've, I always had a soft spot <laughs> for that song. I don't know if it was because it kind of gives me 80s vibes that they like the original arrangement, even though it sounds very fresh and like music era, early 2000s, I still feel like it has a very classic Madonna sound to it in a way. It, I don't it, know yeah. why. It's got the melody. It's the, it has the classic Madonna, early 80s Stephen Bray melody construction, but just chopped up with that mere way edit. Yeah. Like, I, I think of it as one of their best collaborations. Like, that was where what they did worked really well. And yeah. all the, all does, the little, all the little nuances that they have, like, I, I, I find even her spoken word rap in Mother and mm -hmm. Father is super crisp and clean. Like it like if if people thought the rap in American life didn't work, I felt like the rap in Mother and Father did, you know. Yes. And well, it was because it was without irony, right? Because right. the American exactly. life rap was supposed to be ironic. And for most people, irony is like a lead weight on their ankle that and then they yeah. think they have a bad knee, like whatever. But the intention with mother and father was more straightforward and accessible, which I think has facilitated its timelessness. So mm -hmm. I I mean, I also I always love when Madonna does sort of unconventional things with her voice in a song. And I felt like at the end of mother and father, when it's sort of building, 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 and she sort of is going so crazy with her voice. It's like, where, where is this going? I just, I've always loved yeah. that as well. well it's, it's funny because it's a natural pitch adjust, right? Cause at first you're like, is that like pitch adjusted on the machines? But then like she did it live at reinvention. You're like, Oh, she actually produced that sound out of her throat. Like that's yeah, yeah. kind of impressive. So that was a highlight. I thought it was funny that Isla Bonita was sort of tacked on at the end of that one. I was like, she probably was like, well, this is a good place for it. David's already got the guitar. Let's go. <laughs> right, so. right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of feel like she needed like to switch the energy a little bit, you know, like, and Isla Bonita is such a fan favorite, you know, like a lot of people resonate with that, like Fairweather oh, yeah. Madonna fans are going to yeah. love that. And it was, you know, like the moment she starts that, sh the strumming of that guitar sound last night uh, and people are all oh, yeah. Everybody right was there up. with the her. whole, yeah. yeah. The whole arena was up and like ready to go. And then I'll be honest, the fourth section that's called sabotage with, Bedtime Story, Ray of Light, and now Frozen. I was like, what? 
what are what is this? <laughs> like I didn't see how that fit into the biopic life story element yeah. at all. I was just like, is this the? But then I was like, but then I so when it starts and she's on the cube as it comes up. She's in the pose of her NFT, the mother creation thing. Yes. And I thought, yeah. okay, so are these three songs, quote unquote, sabotage actually the future? Yeah, that's so Jason Lee, who we had just the other day uh, after his experience seeing her in uh, Toronto. And then yeah, I Ahmad, listened to that. Yeah. And then Ahmad, who we've had on the show as oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. he both of them have sort of said they think that that's what she's doing is like that up until that point, everything is what's currently happened in her life. And that bedtime story, Ray of Light rain slash frozen are meant to be sort of future and, and then also the end. Uh, so like uh, Jason mentioned it where he was like, don't you think that the, for uh, when she's coming down from ray of light and then there's that guy in the black cloak that that's basically like that's meant to yeah. be death yeah. and yeah. death is enshrouding her and I was like I would have never thought that but as soon as he said that I was like oh my god you're totally right that's I could see that that's what it is um, and then bitch I'm Madonna closes the show to sort of be like well so it's that's and it's the encore yeah but but by having the Michael Jackson tribute, then Bitch on Madonna, that's the only reason why I think the Michael Jackson tribute fits in that spot is because if they're saying rain slash frozen is then death enshrouding her, the tribute to her and Michael Jackson pops because then it's like, oh, this is what would happen after she passes away. It's like she's now a, an icon just like him in that same way. And then, yeah, the encore just Yeah, comes no, that, that's, that was my interpretation of it. But I also was just like, it Did, just kind of lands with the whoop. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I would have put it in a different order. I, I love Rain and I love Frozen, but I was like, technically that, that song is the end of the proper show. And then mm-hmm. I think of Bitch, I'm Madonna celebration as the encore. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. In a very like double encore, blonde ambition, holiday, keep it together kind of way without a pause in between. And I love the Michael Jackson Madonna tribute and the audience freaking ate it up. And the fact yeah. that she puts never can say goodbye on the screen. I'm like, oh, yeah. So after Frozen, she's dead. And they're in heaven dancing together and entertaining you. So then she comes out for the encore and she's like, these are all my evil, as Jennifer Jennifer Coolidge says, these are all my evil gays in heaven with me, you know? <laughs> so, and she's in that kooky, like slutty nun outfit. I'm like, oh, so she's in heaven and heaven is Madonna and a bunch of people dressed up like her and drag queens and, and kooky <laughs> queers just having a big old party. Um so, yeah, I totally got, to me, the encore with Bitch, I'm Madonna and Celebration is literally the afterlife. And that's why mm. she's in the veil and she's in the kooky, like, I call it the slutty nun outfit. Yeah, yeah. I, I say cracked out nun, but yeah, slutty and cracked out. Slutty and cracked out. Hey, either which way, she's having a great time. Oh, well, she seemed like she was having the most fun Wait, what song is it where she's trying to get into the club? Oh, that's right before Holiday. 
Okay, so the transition, that's from open your heart into, right? She does open your heart after burning up, and then it's open your open heart. Your heart. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. Into holiday. She seemed like she was having the most fun there because she had wrapped up a speech and gotten over her cracky voice, teary nerves. And then in Bitch, I'm Madonna and Celebration, she was like, you know... I mean, I was like, and she was so loose and doing more choreo than she had done all night. And I just want to say, because Heather talked about this, she's like, she's not doing a whole lot of dancing. I said, that's what everybody's complaining about. But look at the costumes. She is in these rock hard corsets. Mm -hmm. She can't, poor thing. When she was trying to do the little hip swivel and don't tell me, like she, I thought, okay, those weird horned edges of that corset are going to rip her hands off. (laughs) What, why is that the costume? Like that part I didn't get, but Oh, somebody in the comments was like bedtime story could have be the whole hospital thing, which I could see almost like she's in a coma. She's having some right. weird, weird coma-like dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I like see the that. In, but it also is the NFT. Okay, can we talk about the technical aspect of the, how they use AR in the show? That was the most obvious one. But like the guy, uh, what's his name? Courtney. That's doing has the camera that's on oh, stage yeah, yeah. a lot. Uh-huh. Like the part during Human Nature when you're watching. Oh my god! It Isn't it so and, good? Her and the two cops, but then on the screens, it looks like a 40s crime movie. I was like, okay, that is the that technical innovation right there. I was like, okay, I know Taylor did some AR stuff, but that was like theatrical AR. Oh my god, it's so good. Like Like, the lens they're using to sort of to sort of warp Mm -hmm. the perspective of it and then how they 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 shadow it so it's like you don't see that she's on a stage. It looks like she's in some yeah. sort of like dark alley. Yeah, it's fantastic. That that and whole how black they and white... used it. They used it to to redo the keyhole from the Open Your Heart video on yep. the screens. It was like you were the little kid trying to watch it through the keyhole, and it's framed just um. So she's like on the chair, just like the right moments, which that yeah. chair choreo made me so freaking nervous. And I'm not going to lie. When she was up there in that thing for Ray of Light, I just sat there holding on to the seat in front of me because <laughs> I could see the rigging and it's like shaking. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why? I know. Why? I mean, she's high up in the air. Like she's, she's very high. And I just was not here for it. I'm not afraid of heights, but you could not pay me to get up there. Like, <laughs> no. And she's up there. And like the, you know, then the tweets where they were making fun of her movements. And I'm like, she's okay. But in the concert, she's clearly like strapped to the thing and trying to do the most rave dancing she can without the thing breaking and crushing like 20 people right 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 uh-uh and then it was, there was a cute moment hopefully other people who were there last night saw it david when david's in it when they're doing la isla bonita and last night his his he had his leg hanging off of it and he's got the boots on she tried to jump up and hit his foot and he goes Because you could read his lips. He goes, don't do that. (laughs) That was so funny. I was like, yeah, you tell her. She does not need to be doing that foolishness. Oh, he's trying to protect her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. But 
and people dragging the twins for like they're not great dancing or whatever. I'm like, y'all just need to go home. Like they were so cute. Oh my god, they're the adorable. And don't tell me. I was like, that was so much fun. I was like, you're just mad because your mom isn't letting 12 year old <laughs> you go up there and do that. So and how I mean, how amazing is Mercy on that piano? Oh, and. A lot of people caught how they were having some kind of funny interaction last night and she flipped her hair and Mercy started laughing. And I was like, don't, don't, don't make her mess up. Come on. Right, now. Right, right. That is not cute. Also, can we talk about the fact that that song has not been live since 1993 and we get to hear it. It's just, I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. The love for erotica in this show. I'm just like so happy. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. honestly that's why I had to get the Dita T-shirt as well because I was like, oh yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It has to be Dita, you know. Like the, the yeah. there's so much love for the erotica era, and it it makes sense. Yeah, I, I love yeah. it. It just, uh, I mean, the music, Stewart's arrangements, all of it. I'm like, it was just wonderful. And did you yeah. get to meet some listeners last night? Uh, we the- got to meet Eric and his husband. I was messaging with a couple other people on Instagram, but like it never came together because it's chaos. It's just, well, I also was just trying to be present. It also was like cold. Like it was like freezing, freezing, frozen private parts, cold. Like, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. It was not, but then you walk into the venue and it's like super hot, Yeah, super hot. Thank God I was in a tank top cause I didn't sweat. So yeah, but oh my God, just wonderful. But I, I've been telling more people, I texted my sister today. I'm like, you need to go see it. I'm like, mm-hmm. like go see it. Cause this is your last chance, your last chance. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I uh, I was messaging with Liberty because uh, tickets for the Philadelphia show, there are some fantastic seats available in Philly and they have dropped the price. So really, uh huh. I'm, I'm like, Wait, that's next week. Uh huh. And I was like, why? Yeah, it's I'm like, between the New York. This is, yeah. this is, this yeah. is like you said, Ben months ago. And actually a year ago today is when she announced the celebration yeah. tour was going yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just goes to show. Don't panic by people because look at this yeah. a week from the show and literally there's a ticket on I'm fourth row from the nothing really matters front stage and I paid a lot of money for that ticket and yeah it's now a hundred dollars less there's one ticket available on the opposite end of the row that I'm at and it's a hundred dollars oh, wow. less and I was like wow. oh my and there's pit tickets, sound factory pit tickets available, regular priced pit tickets, not resale for $500. Oh, so wow. If you like, that's bargain price for pit tickets. So if you want to come join me in Philadelphia. If if I had the time. And oh, not I, you. I'm I, just saying anyone yeah. who wants to come. <laughs> no, I would love to go see it again now that I've seen it. And of course, I'm like plotting in my head. I'm like, well, I'm going to get my tax refund. But I literally do not have time <laughs> with work to go see it again. Like, it's just, yeah. It was bad enough <laughs> getting COVID and then hoping I got better in time to like go. You know, I will say this. Detroit was sold out and 
people clearly knew that the sh- most people clearly knew the show was starting late. Mm-hmm. The entire other side from us, the two, like there were three sections that were basically empty until nothing really matters started. And then they filled up like people uh-huh. missed half of the opening number. Cause they were out there like drinking, drinking and, and hanging out. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. I would not want to miss that. No, but yeah, there was somebody there with a big, crazy, like a virgin costume that had Christmas lights inside of it. Oh, no. and we we think that at a certain point, maybe they went and told them to turn it off. It was after the first time she was on that other side and she would have been facing them. And then shortly after that, the costume was dark. Oh, how funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody that was sitting on that side last night that's watching can confirm, but. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. So Sonia that's in the chat, she was there last night. And Madonna actually pointed out a fan sign, which we know she almost never does. Yep. But some kids and or people in the front row at the end of the center runway had a big hometown hero sign. And during her big speech, she pointed them out and thanked them. So oh, that's sweet. Anything but, else in yeah. the chat, Ben, before we let uh, you go, before we let you oh, go to bed? People are just talking about what the same things that they saw last night. Oh, somebody asked, like, if they're going to do the pit tickets, which side should they be? And we always, we've been telling people dance at side. No, Sound Factory. Oh, uh, Sound I, Factory. I, so yeah. pit two, Sound Factory. Um, I mean, either pit, you're going to have fantastic views. I just, if you want to be baptized by Madonna when she sprays yes. the water, yes. Sound Factory. Yeah, one of our listeners, Jason, who was there last night, that I he was in Sound Factory. They got they were in that section last night. So instead, yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. Oh yeah, but yeah, I want to go see it again. Uh, this is ruinous. There's, 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 there might be time. You never. I know. It's a, you know what it is. It's a shame that there's no shows on weekends because then it would, it would make it easier to be able to go. You know? Oh, 100%, 100%. But it's funny because we were just being like private investigators and like looking at the tour and we were like, oh, well, you know, maybe she's taking like days in between to rest. But then we started looking at a couple of the venues. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, there's a basketball game that night and there's two games those nights. And that's yeah, why yeah. it's like all over the place. Yeah. Does the pit section have seats? Somebody asked. No, no. There death. are floor seats, but floor the seats, pits are yeah. standing. Correct. You're if the pit honestly, I did it and it's fine. Just pack some Advil and pop it when you get there, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, or wrap like go online and like uh watch a video for like a plantar fasciitis wrap and just wrap your foot for that, <laughs> and you're good for the whole ending. Yeah. 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 It was that was a long show, too. Like because she gave us the extra long speech, so it was well over two hours, mm-hmm. like almost yeah. two and a if half. If she talks, that's when that's how the show gets longer. Otherwise, it's like two hours, if yeah. if not yeah. a little under. But yeah, nice. And I oh, I'm so I glad you. I'm so glad you enjoy. I'm so glad you finally got to go. Yeah. Well, serendipitous that Heather Heather was like, for your 50th birthday, I'm going to take you. I'm like, what? And she bought the tickets. So. Oh, that's sweet. 
Yeah, that was very nice. Very nice. But it's full circle for us. That was our fourth time seeing her together. We've seen Reinvention, Rebel Heart, Madam X, and now Celebration. Wow. Nice. So, yeah. I, but I want to see it again. I, yeah. Not necessarily I don't want to see it on the floor. I would like to still see it kind of the same place I did, but maybe like a different side of the arena just to kind of mm-hmm. take it in. Because the lighting, the lighting design and the sound design, oh, my God. The bass was so intense during Like a Prayer. I thought, I was like, am I getting like a sonic colonic? Like, what the (laughs) hell is about to happen to me? Like, oh, my God. Uh, We both were sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, this can't keep going on. And, you know, yeah, that was a lot. Ben, you sound like my mom when she took me to Blonde Ambition. Because during during like uh, lived to tell uh, that she extended that that pause in the middle for so so long, and my mom was like the bass. We were so high up, and the bass was just like vibrating yeah. our bodies, and she was yeah. she was not having it. <laughs> oh, I, I was just like, oh, the things we could do that we just thought were amazing at twenty five, and now we're just like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, great merch, great music. I I did not miss the songs that weren't there. Mm, yeah, like deep, like songs you would have thought, like Material Girl, deeper and deeper. Like, but I was probably placated by all of the love for erotica and that whole time period, the ninety one to ninety four. Like, yeah, like we didn't even get Secret or Take a Bow. Like, I mean, really, right. some of the biggest radio hits, like her biggest, the biggest hits from Billboard. Take a bow like a virgin, not even there. Yeah. So, yeah, very fascinating. But yeah, uh, she did. She did good. She did good. She really did. She really did. Wow. So really, seats left in Philly. Get them now. Get them now. I can't. I can't come to Philly. That's uh, it's too much. Liberty. <laughs> liber- too li- much. Liberty. Liberty's seriously considering it. So it'll be. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't want to drive that far. Is it that far? It's like eight hours. Oh, uh, okay. And it's with this winter. No, I don't trust it. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's the last so, thing we need is a blizzard. Yeah. Oh. oh, somebody said Pittsburgh has a lot of seats, but I can't do anything that week. I have to go to Kansas City. Ugh. I feel like Madonna when she says Toronto, the fascist state of Toronto. <laughs> I'm like the cold ass place called Kansas City. <laughs> No offense to anybody, but I'm already, I'm over winter. Like I'm done. Yeah. 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 It's, it's the, I, had venue, to, I had, I had to shovel my sidewalk today. Thank you. homeownership. Uh, Thank you. homeownership. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I hope it doesn't snow very much. Actually piece of advice for anybody who's going to see it in like, I don't know how things are in Montreal, but like Chicago next week where it probably will be colder than Satan's dark mm-hmm. wishes. Don't, don't, don't Uber. Cause we were all sitting there. Everybody was waiting on Ubers. And because there weren't enough Ubers, they kicked everyone out of the venue at 1.15 in the morning oh, out into no. 10 degree below zero wind chill. We had to start walking and we just got lucky that 
a driver like spotted us and like we totally should not because we were not on the app or anything. Right. We ended right, up right. just paying him cash, but like we could have easily ended up in someone's deep freeze. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but like people should plan that if you don't yeah. live where the public transportation is easy in some of these cities, like yeah, you need to drive and park and go yeah, yeah. Be, be to prepared. your car. Yeah. Because the Uber situation, when it's super cold like that and the shows are letting out so late, there is not the inventory of drivers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, that's the thing I was like for Philadelphia. I mean, I don't, I hope the public transportation is still running so I can catch the subway. But if not, I could still walk. It would be like a 10 yeah, minute you, walk. I mean, yeah. it'll be cold, but at least I know I can get home, you know? Well, we were like a 20 minute walk, but we, we, and we were dressed okay, but not for negative 10. Yeah. No, it's like my, my lips are actually a little injured from the walking while we were outside. Like it was, yeah, it was not. So everybody, if you don't have good public, public transportation, dress in layers so you can get down to your bra and panties and your girly (laughs) show outfit for the show. But yeah, be prepared. So mm-hmm. it was crazy. So crazy. Um, All right, I have to go to bed. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. But remember, everybody, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at MLVC Podcast. If you'd like to donate to the show, we're on Venmo at MLVC Podcast. And if you have not yet already subscribed to this YouTube channel, tick that subscribe button so you never miss a video. Ben is going to go to sleep with Dita. Yes, Dita and I are going to go wrap up under the covers. 